Welcome to Kids Corner Bible Stories, listening and learning God's big story. Today, the story of Paul in Athens. After Jesus returned to heaven, God sent the Holy Spirit to guide the followers of Jesus and invite others to join God's people. With the help of the Holy Spirit, early missionaries like Paul spread God's story throughout the Roman Empire starting churches wherever he went. Dear Silas and Timothy, I'm anxious to see you again to continue our mission to preach the good news of Jesus to as many cities as possible, maybe even in Rome. I remember that we had many troubles in Thessalonica and Berea, but now I urge you, Silas and Timothy, to join me as soon as possible. You'll be upset just like I am when you arrive in Athens, this junkyard of idols. In this city, there are all manner of gods, hundreds of them, of every conceivable shape and identity. Around every corner, there's a different group of people worshiping something new. Worse yet, these Athenians all gather around the downtown area, waiting for the latest and newest god to worship. Like always, I went to the local synagogue to meet up with the Jews who live in Athens, where... Believe it or not, I got this response. Yes, yes, Paul. We are very concerned about all the idol worship. You might say that we're used to it. You know, we see the same thing every day. Lots of our neighbors, business associates, and friends are worshiping those gods. They do what they want to do over there, offering sacrifices to Athena, visiting a soothsayer of Apollo, or whatever the latest craze is. And we do our thing over here. Everybody's happy and nobody makes a fuss. From there, I moved to the marketplace, where Athenians traded not only in goods, but also in ideas. Lots of discussions going on there, and I had lots to discuss. And you know me, I talked with anyone who is willing to listen. Unfortunately, the response was not encouraging. When I spoke of God... Which God is he talking about? I'm not sure. I didn't catch the name. He said son of God, so perhaps he's a follower of Dionysius. Or perhaps Ares. When I spoke of the law... What is he talking about? Which law? When I spoke about sin... I think I know where he's going here. Yeah, I understand this idea of breaking our relationship with God and others, but where is he going with this now? But when I talked about salvation, I don't get it. I think he, uh, well, I'm not sure. Maybe we should just go and see if someone else catches our attention. I just don't get it. I couldn't refer to the scriptures, Abraham, David, the prophets, because all of these were... Meaningless. Huh? Mm. Some were even a little unkind. What is this babbler trying to say? I don't get it. Bird brain! Hey! Not you! Him! Oh, yeah. But a door was opened when some heard me preaching about Jesus and the resurrection. He seems to be trying to proclaim about some more gods to us. Yeah, and foreign ones at that. Of course, all these problems are hardly new to a missionary. But whatever their disbelief, I had made them curious. This is a new you one. You talk about some strange sound and stuff. Where did you come up with this anyway? Explain it so that we can understand. Would you be willing to address our council? We meet at Mars Hill, just northwest of the Acropolis. You know, by the Parthenon? What could I say? 
Of course I agreed. Here was a heaven-sent opportunity. My problem was how could I make this message make sense without losing all these curious seekers? It is plain to see that you Athenians take your religion seriously. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, to an unknown God. Now what you worship as something unknown, I am going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. From one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. God did this so that man would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by man's design and skill. This man has good things to say. I think we can say that this man is a philosopher. He sounds just like them. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. Silas, Timothy, some laughed at me and walked off making jokes. But there was still a group of people, it turned out, who were convinced then and there and believed. Among them was Dionysius, a member of the Areopagus, also a prominent woman in Athens named Damaris, and a number of others. Paul, Paul, we would like you to come and speak to us again. Thank you. Yes, let's do this again. We're eager to hear more from you. Thank you. If you would like to read more stories about Paul's missionary journeys, check out the New Testament book of Acts. It's the first book after the Gospels in your Bible. Listen to more stories like these at kidscorner.net. Kids Corner is a production of Reframe Ministries.